Well, good morning, everybody, and welcome. Glad to have you tuned to the Texas Lawn and Garden Hour. I hope that you'll stay with us for this entire hour. We um, are having some technical things. We were trying something a little bit different that would have made the program a lot better. And, you know, you when you do a, a high jump, you uh, you try it at the highest possible level, and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't work. And so we'll keep practicing. We'll get there. Good morning. I am happy to have you tuned in. I hope you'll give me a call. Let me help you with the plants at your place. We're talking gardening, and it's almost full-speed gardening ahead right now. The phone number to call live on this Saturday morning, last Saturday of February, 888-256-1080 for the Texas Lawn and Garden Hour. Jared Taylor is running the boards and answering the phones. His will be the first voice you'll hear. 888-256-1080, the Texas Lawn and Garden Hour. Give us a call right now, won't you please? Let's talk gardening. Lots of things to do as we get toward the end of February, and we'll talk about them, but hopefully we'll have a chance to talk about the things that are of most importance to you. Uh, for example, uh, this is the time to start thinking about uh, pre-emergent weed killers. This this is the time also to think about uh, application of, of um, or the uh, uh, think about scalping your lawn. And uh, I probably, to be logical about it, would do the scalping first and then the pre-emergent application. It's a little bit early in the northern half of Texas to do either one of those. But just because we have a lot of listeners in the southern half of Texas, let's go ahead and, and uh, address them now. And you can kind of file away the information. If you're in the northern half, you'll be doing it in 7 to 15 days. But uh, we'll talk about that. We can talk about just about anything that crosses your mind. That's what this program is all about. Uh, Lots of things you can plant right now and lots of landscape designing that you can do right now as we get ready for spring of 2023. I think I'm ready. I don't know about you, but I've had about enough winter. It's not especially a a springy-like day right now across most of the state but it's a good time to talk about it. So as we uh, get ready for gardens and for landscaping and uh, all the great things that happen in Texas in the uh, spring, while we appreciate late February and March in Texas, surely is a lot colder farther north. This is uh, why we enjoy living here. This is the time to call. The phone number once again, 888-256-1080 for the Texas Lawn and Garden Hour. And uh, let me get the uh, program underway with our, our first break, and then we'll see where we are in terms of calls. And and uh, also we can talk about the things I introduced at the outset there. Uh, Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening is my book. And the uh, first uh, opportunity you have to uh, get one reference that I think will cover all aspects of outdoor gardening. Might be the only gardening reference book you will need to be successful right here in Texas. It's a hardback with 344 pages, 840 of my best photographs, and I wanted it to be printed in Texas, not in China. That was important. If it's going to say Lone Star Gardening on the on the front, I didn't want it to say printed in China on about the fourth or fifth page. It's 11 chapters that cover lawns, trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annual and perennial flowers, fruit and vegetables. covers it all for every county in Texas. And chapter two is very special. It's 48 pages, four pages per month, telling you what you need to plant, when you need to plant it for uh, every county in Texas. When you plant, prune, fertilize, 
and protect all of your plants. I've never put that in a, in a book before. And there it is. It's uh, 48 pages, Chapter 2. Now, for a limited time, I've reduced the price of this book to just thirty-six ninety-five to help in these tough economic times. Your satisfaction is guaranteed or I'll refund every penny you invest in the book. I've had uh, sales of six printings and the 77, almost 78,000 copies of the book now. Not one request for a refund. I think you'll like the book. I sign every copy as it sells. And for that, re- for that reason, the book is not in stores and it's not on Amazon. You order it from my office during the week. That's at 800-752-GROW. 800-752-4769. But the better way is to order it from my website. That's neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. I hope you'll order it right now. I guarantee your satisfaction. NeilSperry.com. Let's talk about Mueller for just a minute. This is a sponsor I cherish. They're just great people. It's a Texas-based company. They've been doing great things for a long time. There's a lot of talk these days about Made in America. I just talked about it just a minute ago about my book. Well, Mueller has been doing things in America for more than 90 years. Mueller metal roofing, Mueller steel buildings, they're made right here by people who care about quality of both materials and workmanship. Whether it's a metal roof for your home or a custom steel building, maybe a shed or a greenhouse for the backyard, Mueller means quality. Mueller has four manufacturing facilities right here in the USA and with 33 branches for sales and service. There's a Mueller location near you. When you choose Mueller for metal buildings or roofing, you're choosing the best quality products to protect your family and your property. And you're supporting local jobs and local families. These are ordinary, hardworking people who are proud to provide a product that's been made right here in America. If you do something for 90 years or longer, you're doing it right. And Mueller certainly is. Visit Mueller, Inc. Dot com m u e l l e r i n c dot com or give them a call at eight seven seven two Mueller. Find a location near you. That's eight seven seven two six eight three five five three. Mueller. They're made in America and they're made to last. I'll have more after this message. That one was on me. There we go. Um, so we are back, back on the air. That one was totally my fault. We are now live on the air and, and, uh, I'd like to give you the, uh, the phone number once again, 888-256-1080 for the lawn and garden hour, Texas lawn and garden hour, mind you. And if you'd like to give us a call, I'd love to hear from you once again, toll free anywhere. You can hear me 888-256-1080 call right now, please. Now, I, I want to cover the uh, pre-emergent and, and scalping for just a moment, and then we'll take one more break, and then we'll go to calls, hopefully. Call now, 888-256-1080. Uh, if you are going to scalp your lawn, scalping is an aesthetic process primarily. It's to remove any big, bold weeds that have started taking over your lawn. It, it consists of dropping the mower uh, one notch and removing the stubble that winter has turned brown. Uh, you can do that if you would like. Uh, it is uh, not a not a bad thing. 
you want to wait until maybe a couple of weeks before the average date of the last killing freeze for your part of Texas. In north central Texas, uh, that time will come up about the 1st of March, so we're pretty close. In south Texas, you're there. You need to get it scalped if you're going to. Uh, lawns don't turn as brown in south Texas, so it's not quite as common to have to scalp a lawn uh, from central Texas northward. Uh, not uncommon that you'll see people wanting to do that just to get stuff tidied up. And in far north Texas, yeah, it's a pretty good plan. Bermuda turns completely brown in the winter, so does St. Augustine in, in much of uh, the middle part of the state. All right, enough of that. But it will get rid of the weeds, and it does allow the sun to hit the soil better because all that stubble is out of the way. Um, and, and so the soil will warm up faster. The grass will green up faster, plus it's more visible. Those are the aesthetic reasons that you would scalp a lawn. Um, don't send those clippings to the landfill. Your landfill does not want them. The landfills are filling up too fast anyway, and what the last thing they need is organic matter that could be used uh, in your compost pile or used in a recycle center somewhere. So uh, it's just kind of a, a conscience uh, a prod to you. All right, now as far as uh, as far as putting out a pre-emergent weed killer, there are three that are common in, in different brands. Um, you will find Dimension sold, D-I-M-E-N-S-I-O-N. You will find Halts, H-A-L-T-S, sold in one main national brand. And you will find uh, Bayland, B-A-L-A-N, sold. Uh, Dimension is sold in products primarily in nurseries, retail nurseries, halts in hardware stores and home centers. And Baylan is likely to be a lot of different places, but especially in feed stores. And so uh, those are all available, and they're they're somewhat interchangeable. Um, You need to make two applications, one about two weeks before the average date of the last killing freeze, and then one 90 days later. You need to know what the average date of the last killing freeze is for your part of Texas anyway, because that's when you start thinking about planting a lot of vegetables. It all rotates around that date. So you need to have that in your mind anyway for lots of reasons. And two weeks before that date is when you would put the pre-emergent out. And 90 days after that application would be the time for the booster shot, the second application. Go ahead and buy your granules. These are granular products. Buy them. Uh, for the that early that that about now application, and then buy enough for the second application at the same time, because it's going to be harder to find at that second time back in May or early June. A lot of stores don't stock them that late into the season. Um, store them dry, and and they'll be fine. Uh, these are not weed and feed products. I'm not a believer of weed and feed products. Uh, it's too early to fertilize. And by the time it's time to fertilize, it'll be too late for the weed, the pre-emergent weed killer. These are applied, should have started with this, these are applied to prevent the germination of weeds of the summertime, like crabgrass and grass burrs. They only work on annual weeds that come up in the spring and grow and bloom and complete their life cycle in this year. Annual grassy weeds. They will not work on perennial weeds, things that live from year to year, like Dallas grass and Johnson grass. They don't work on nutsedge, nutgrass. So just keep all that in mind. Lots to think about here. But this is the time. 
Right. So we've covered uh, scalping. We've covered the pre-emergent. So that's what I promised to cover. Uh, we can cover anything else that you want to talk about, but you got to talk about it from here on unless, unless you just don't call 888-256-1080. My problem is I don't have a call screen in front of me right now. 888-256-1080 for the Texas Lawn and Garden Hour. We'll take a short break, and then we'll be back. In fact, I'll just tell you right now about one of these pre-emergent weed killers, and that is from Fertilome, high yield. Uh, soils are warming. Weed seeds are starting to germinate. And uh, the good news is you can prevent those grassy and, to a large degree, broadleaf weeds by applying high-yield turf and ornamental weed and grass stopper containing dimension. It's a granular product that provides pre-emergent control of crabgrass and suppression of many other grassy and broadleaf weeds when applied prior to germination. So that's where the, uh, the grass burrs, the sand burrs come in. High-yield turf and ornamental weed and grass stoppers ideal for use in your lawn and ornamental beds because it won't harm established turf or shrubs or trees or other desirable plants. It controls crabgrass, also grass burr, oxalis, purslane, and others, even Dallas grass seedlings. Now, Dallas grass has a lot of seed that germinates, and it'll stop that. Apply it every 90 to 120 days for year-round control. So you'd make another application in early, uh, late August, early September for the winter weeds. One of the greatest things about the makers of Fertilome and high-yield products is that they are dedicated to supporting local retailers. And this is another great Texas-based company. All of their products, including high-yield turf and ornamental weed and grass stopper, can only be found in independently-owned garden centers. To find your closest dealer, go to Fertilome.com, F-E-R-T-I-L-O-M-E.com, and click on Find a Dealer. Fertilome.com, and that is uh, for high-yield turf and ornamental weed and grass stopper. I'll have more after these messages. All right, we are uh, back, back live, and... Uh, you know, I'll be very candid. We have uh, three of us working on what we're trying to accomplish and, and the technical issues. And I should have gone to my office where we have a complete studio set up and, and probably would have been a lot fewer distractions. Um, let me just visit with you a little bit more. I'm going to give you the phone number. Um, I think Jared will have time to catch them. They're trying to work out the other problems. Um, but the phone number to the program for the real reason that we have this program is 888-256-1080 for the Lawn and Garden Hour. And I would love to hear from you, 888-256-1080. If you have intention of redoing or doing any landscaping this spring, I really, really would strongly suggest you get into a nursery or landscape design firm or whatever you're planning on doing if you have a landscape designer make that appointment as quickly as you can and the reason i tell you that is because um the spring is going to just open the door and and come blowing on in here one of these days it won't be much longer in the next week or two and they will suddenly be overwhelmed by business most of them probably already are but you need to get your name on that list so that you can get in and uh, and and work with them and do your landscape planning. Otherwise, they may say it's going to be probably till May till I can see you. Uh, this is the way I've I've been in this business for more than fifty years in Texas, and I know this happens. 
there also will be a shortage of the best nursery stock, the, the types that you want to plant. You wait till late spring, they're going to say, well, I don't have uh, this or that plant, but I could use such and such. And that's where we end up with golden privet and variegated privet and evergreens out of the north that we should never plant in Texas and a bunch of junk that we don't want to have in our landscapes. I, I call it what it is. We ended up two years ago after the extreme cold of February 2021 with stuff that never should have been planted. You know, we lost a lot of Indian hawthorns across Texas to the tune of hundreds of thousands of plants in that cold. And they were not good investments in the first place because of entomosporium fungal leaf spot. And when they all froze to the ground, uh, the, the landscapers knew, I don't think I want to use any more Indian hawthorn. So there was a, a just a backlog of Indian hawthorn sitting in nurseries. And people would say, oh, I lost all my Indian hawthorns. Well, we happen to have plenty, and that's all we have. And, and so they would buy them. And, and this was being done through the big national retail stores a lot. And so people planted them right back in again, and they died right again. So don't do that. Let let a really good plant person, a Texas certified or master certified nursery professional, help you design your landscape and do it now before they get swamped. Go in during the week when they're not covered up with people. Don't go in on Saturday morning and, and wonder why they can't help you then get offended because they're busy. Uh, this is like uh, going in for a custom suit at a big department store um, on the on the uh, uh, 20th of December and wondering why they're, why they're busy. So anyway, just some random thoughts there. Um, Jared says we have a, a call. We will go to that call. Now somebody is venturing into the vast unknown here. Tell me your first name and what city you're in, if you would, please. Oh, Jim from Tucson, Arizona. Oh, my goodness. What's your first name, Jeff, you said? Uh, Jim. Jim, okay, Jim. How can I help yeah, I you? Yeah, I found your program on KEYS, and I listen every Saturday. Well, uh, thank two you. Questions. Two questions. I've got a friend. She's got five acres up outside of Oklahoma City. And um, when you were talking about pre-emergence, she's got a, a, a nice grass yard, but it's you know kind of it's in the country, and um, it's not sandburrs, but it's the type of stickers that grow up that can get in your socks, and they're real prickly. Um, I, I wish I knew the name, but uh, would a pre-emergent work on that? Yes, if it's an if it's a uh, an annual weed, uh, yeah. a pre-emergent would be the perfect thing. And sand burrs and grass burrs uh, probably are the same thing. It probably is grass burrs in sandy yeah. soil. Grass burrs are prolific. They are very prickly. Nobody ever oh. died of getting them stuck in their feet and in their, but but they're all through Oklahoma and and Central Texas, and uh, there are there are things called goat heads that are are I think you could die with goat heads. They're horrible. They'll puncture a, a bicycle tire, but uh, grass burrs do not. Sand burrs. Uh, you can look on my website, and I'll have photos of of grass burrs, and I'll have in parentheses AKA sand burrs. You can also look on almost any website, university websites, uh, Oklahoma State or Texas A&M, and they'll have photos. If you look under graspers as one word, um, you'll, you'll see photos. 
Um, in fact, I had in my eGardens newsletter, which I'll talk about in just a moment in, in another break, um, I had a, a story this week about pre-emergence, and there are photos there. So there are photos around to, to be able to identify, is this what, what she has? But, yeah, the pre-emergent would work. And in Oklahoma City, uh, she is about probably three weeks from now would be the time to apply, and then 90 days after that. Okay. My next question is uh, your book, your publication, uh, would, would it be appropriate for her? Uh, that yes, it on? is. Yeah, I live, uh, I live about 40 miles inside Texas, south of the Red River. And so I'm, I'm more than passingly familiar with Oklahoma City. Um, it would go that far very well. Uh, it covers Lubbock, for example, and Lubbock and Oklahoma City are, are somewhat similar on, on their climates. And, uh, yes, it would. Uh, okay, good. I have a lot of people well, in Ardmore that use it and refer to it and compliment on it. So uh, if, if she got it and said, no, this isn't appropriate, I'm happy to refund on it. Well, I'm going to get it to her for as a gift. So, uh, um, and, and she does like the garden. She does do some gardening too. And so, well, some uh, beautiful perfect. gardens in Oklahoma City. Some great, uh, great people there garden. So, yeah. she loves it. Well, thank you very much. I, I, I'm, I'm glad you're, you called in. You're welcome. Well, I'm glad you called. Also, we've, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm trying something, and I'll if we can succeed with it, I'll tell what we've been doing. But uh, not until then. It's one of those deals where, oh, my goodness, this has been more trouble than it was supposed to this morning. But I really well, appreciate coming, your call very much. You're coming through loud and clear out here, so we sure appreciate you. Thank you. That's great. Thank you, Jim, for the call very, very much. Have a great day. Take care. All right, folks, phone number, if you'd like to call, 888-256-1080. 888-256-1080. Let me take a, a break, and then we'll come back and and uh, do more of the program. Stay with me, if you will, please. Uh, I get to tell you right now about eGardens, and uh, actually about my book. Uh, I'll do that one first, and that's uh, Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. It tells you um, in Chapter 2 when you need to plant, prune, fertilize, and apply pre-emergence, and everything else that you have to do. That was the reason for the calendar. I used to do a Texas gardening calendar that also did go into southern Oklahoma and, and uh, Certainly would have worked in uh, in eastern. I'm sorry, western Louisiana as well. Uh, we have a lot of listeners that are right around the perimeter of Texas. But uh, uh, I discontinued the calendar. Oh, it's been eight or nine years ago because people were not buying calendars as much. You may have noticed that in uh, in in bookstores, there just are not as many calendars. And I wanted to do a book anyway that would be a complete. Uh, <laughs> Guide to Texas Gardening. That's the title of my first books, first two books from 1982 and 1991. But I couldn't use that title because that was gone, and the publisher had that one. And so I just wanted to self-publish a book. I just called it Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. And uh, Chapter 1 is the basics of gardening in Texas, what you have to know to get started. Chapter 2 is that calendar. And then Chapters 3 through 11 are comprehensive and detailed chapters on trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. It covers it all. I spent more than a month writing each one of those chapters. 840 of my photographs, 344 pages. It's all in there. It it took me a lifetime to learn what I put in the book. It took a year to write the book. 
and uh, 344 pages, a hardback, and I have priced it at $36.95. Uh, that is something you would expect to pay a lot more for if it were in bookstores or if it were on Amazon, but I sell it directly to you, and I take out all those middle people who would take their profit, their, their right uh, markup. Your satisfaction is guaranteed, or I'll give you a full refund. I sign each copy as it sells. And um, you you uh, order it directly from my office or from my website. The website is the better way. I'll be signing the books. I'll be signing some tonight and tomorrow and then Monday. We'll take them to the post office on Tuesday. Sales have really picked up in the last couple of weeks. Thirty six ninety five satisfaction guaranteed. Order it by calling my office Monday through Friday uh, uh, from 9 until 5. The number is 800-752-GROW, 800-752-4769. The better way, though, is at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. I'll have more after these messages. All right, Kelly, thank you very, very much. And thank you all who have filled the phone lines for me. Thank you for that. I'm very flattered and, and honored and try to make it worth your while. First call up in this segment will be, uh, let's see, Terry in Corpus Christi. Terry, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning. I was wondering, yes. I, I was ill for the past couple of years, and so my lawn went to hell in a handbasket. There's, you know, the grass. There really is no grass, except for some strange stuff and weeds. Uh, and then we're in stage one restrict, water restrictions, close to stage two. Would it, I mean, and I'm thinking about putting in new sod. Uh, would that be advisable or should I wait? What does stage two uh, put upon you? Uh, I think. I'm not for sure. On stage one, we can only water once a week. And so, yeah, so I think stage two, maybe maybe you can't water. Or no, I think you can water by hand, no sprinklers, and only during certain times of the day. Yeah, you know, I'll tell you what I would suggest. Every city has has a different uh, uh, numbering system and different connotations of, of their stages. That's why I ask you. I wasn't uh, totally familiar yes. with what Corpus Christi called them. Um, I would I would talk to a Texas certified, or better yet, a Texas master certified nursery professional there in, in Corpus and, and ask uh, their uh, opinion, and they will overrule me. If you get to a, a master certified nursery professional, I'm not talking about master uh, gardener, I'm talking about somebody in a nursery, preferably the owner or the manager. Yeah. Now, having said that, I'll, I'll give you an answer. Uh, but having said that, I, I, I want you to get some localized help, too, interpreting those stages. If you can't water, there's no point in planting sod. Let me yeah. let me go in a perfect world and say that you're probably going to get some rain and, and the stages are going to moderate and all that. Let's Let's hope and assume that. Uh, if if you were planting sod in, in the perfect world setting, you would probably wait another uh, two or three weeks as far south as you are just because uh, it, it will do better if you have good, uniform, warm weather. In yes, central sir. Texas, we would say wait until 
uh, April and in uh, north central, uh, certainly wait until April, maybe mid-April. But where you are, mid-March would be absolutely super. You could get by planting sod now uh, if, if you really had to. If you were trying to get into a new house and you couldn't occupy it until you had a lawn out there, yeah, I'd say go ahead and do it now. I would... I, I don't know what to suggest in terms of what grass to use because the one that's going to need the most water will be St. Augustine, and that's what you folks use and a lot. All, yes, sir. That's what most of it is here. Uh, what about no. the uh, weed killers? I mean, should I spray now and try to kill what's out there? or Yes, just... I would do that first, and, and the one I would use is a, a straight glyphosate. Glyphosate is um, is is G L Y P H O S A T E. The original Roundup was nothing but glyphosate, and there okay. are some other there are clones of that now. It's been out for forty years, and so there there are other brands that are nothing but glyphosate. Um, there are products that also contain glyphosate plus this plus that plus that. You don't want those. You want something okay. that just has the glyphosate because it does not go into the soil. It kills what it lands on, um, and All especially right. grasses. It's mainly intended to, to kill grasses. So if you wanted to kill, um, let's just say that you, you wanted to kill Johnson grass and Dallas grass and Bermuda grass before you planted <coughs> Zoysia or St. Augustine, that's what you would use. And, and you could go back two weeks later after it had a chance to do its work and, and rototill and plant your sod. Okay. Um, yeah, there's... But that's what uh, I would use. I and you can do that. If, as long as the weeds are growing actively, it will do its work. Okay. Yeah, there's the grass. I, we always called it monkey grass. You know, just those, the clump grass. Uh, you know, have no idea. I've got your book, so I'll kind of double-check on that. But uh, Monkey grass is also books. called mondo grass, and that's a landscape plant if you have that. Yeah, uh, no. The probably would the birds. Do, yeah. 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 yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what you have, but but if it's a true grass, the the glyphosate would kill it. But I would do okay. all of that, and then and then give it maybe a couple of weeks to to kill out the weeds. Then you can start rototilling and planting the grass. And if the weeds are out there now, you could start with the spray now, and then the timing would be perfect by mid March. But find out for sure you're going to be able to water because if you can't water that sod, it's not going to be worth much. Yes, sir. Okay. I sure do appreciate all the information, I, and I enjoy your I'm show. I'm grateful for the phone call. Thank and you. I book. do, too. Have a, oh, thank you. Well, have a have a good day. Thanks for the call. All right, we have two more calls, and I'll get to you. We have uh, George in Corpus Christi and Stephen in Amarillo as we hopscotch across Texas. That's why I love this program. Let me tell you very quickly about my uh, eGardens e electronic newsletter. I really would like to have you subscribe to it, and I want you to look at this past week's edition because I went into great detail about the pre-emergent weed killers. Uh, I think this is one of the most useful of all the uh, eGardens that I've ever done. I also discussed the merits of all the different kinds of lawn grasses that are used in Texas. And then the traditional questions and answers and things to get done this weekend. And uh, Steve Huddleston from the Fort Worth Botanic Garden had a really wonderful story that he wrote also on flowering quince in Texas. So those are the five stories this week. I hope you'll take a look at eGardens. It's free and always will be. It comes from my computer. 
directly to your email every Thursday, a little after uh, 6 p.m. You can see that one where you sign up for all of them. It's free, and it comes weekly. We've been doing it for 18 years now. Go to my website, neilsperry.com, same place you go to buy my book, and that is N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Click on eGardens. Sign up, won't you please? At Mueller, they believe in value. Their Value Plus buildings are pre-engineered, and they feature an easy-to-assemble, bolt-together design. Mueller's durable roofing panels are hail-resistant, and they come backed by a 30-year limited paint warranty. But true value never stops at just a quality product at a reasonable price. It shows in the service you receive during your purchase and in how a company stands behind their product after the sale. Mueller understands that buying a steel building or metal roof for your home can be a lifetime decision. And Mueller will provide assurance before, during, and for decades after your purchase. At Mueller, you simply get more. You get more for your money. You get more confidence in their company, and that gives you more value. Call them at 877-2-MUELLER, M-U-E-L-L-E-R. That's 877-268-3553. Or visit them online at MuellerInc.com. Mueller means more. I'll have more after this message. All right, Kelly, thank you very, very much. We have about five minutes, four minutes left in the program. We'll go back to our two calls that we have remaining. We'll go to George in Corpus Christi. George, good morning. Thanks for calling. Hey, good morning. Uh, I've got a quick question for you so you can get the other call. I planted like 30 tulips, uh, I think it was November or December, and it's starting to come up. And I've got a small bag of uh, uh, Scott's lawn fertilizer, but it doesn't have weed killer or nothing in it. Can I just put that on top of the mulch and then water it? Does it will it hurt it on the tulips? Well, all right. I hope we remain friends after I deliver a a, a message to you that you're not going to like. Okay, that's okay. Tulips in Texas are annual flowers. We have to replant right. every year. They're right. they're like uh, seeds. You 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 plant them. Right. You enjoy them, uh-huh. and you take them out and uh-huh. throw them away. Okay. They don't come back. Well, that's okay. That's okay, though. Okay. It's starting so, to come up. So there's no yeah. Point, no, yeah, no point in putting fertilizer on them because they're not going to do anything for you next year. The plants might send leaves up, but they won't bloom a second time. We have to uh, – the the way you succeed with tulips is you buy really good bulbs in, in October or September, and you put them in the refrigerator for 45 days. And, boy, that is really oh. important at Corpus Christi because they right. have to have more winter than Texas has. And oh, when they're okay. in the ground, they don't get that, and so they don't oh, they don't fine. rebloom. Yeah. Should I water it though once in a while though? I mean, just to get the one the one uh, flower out of it. Should Absolutely. I water them? Yeah, yeah, they'll be beautiful if you take care of them. They'll be beautiful this first time. I hope that I okay. hope they got enough cold this year with the cold spell or two. I hope okay. they got enough cold to to bloom properly. Oh, I had usually I when had they, them in the refrigerator yeah. for a month. Uh, before sure. that, so I don't know if that helped. I don't know if that helped. Oh yeah, it did. Okay, yeah, it did. But, but and uh, thank you for your book. And the next year, yeah. Okay, thanks for your newsletter and thanks for your book and enjoy your weekend. Well, you made my day. Thanks for the comments. Have a good one. Take care. Thank you, sir. All right, now we go across Texas. This is not a small journey. This is going to happen in about uh, about ten seconds, but it would take you about. 
30 hours. Let's go to Stephen in Amarillo. It's not that not that long, I guess, but nonetheless. Stephen, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, Neil. Yes, sir. How can I go? All right. Um, so I know that apricots are a plant that gets struggled with, I guess, especially in my area of Texas, but I would like to try to succeed with them. I've planted four varieties, Puget Gold, Moorpark, Blenheim, and Autumn Royal, which apparently is the only known autumn blooming or fruiting apricot. What can I do to increase my chances of success, and are there other varieties that you would recommend other than these, or is there one of these that I should focus on more? I don't, I don't consider myself the world authority on apricots. I'm not sure that person exists in the state of Texas. The variety that I hear recommended uh, that you didn't mention is Brian. Brian and Moorpark are the two that are most commonly mentioned. Uh, if, if people are going to be persistent and, and try them, that was said with a smile and my arm around your shoulder. Um, those are the two that get mentioned. I, I have never heard of the autumn flowering one, and so that's what, what happens to it. It blooms early and then sets fruit in the fall? I'm unsure. Uh, I'm going to find out. That'll be fun. But but I, I would put Brian into your mix also. And then I think okay. I, I just experiment. The, the problem with apricots is that they have a low chilling requirement. They try to bloom too soon. They get frozen. Now, you guys get cold and stay cold, and that may work to their benefit. I'm going to have one question if you've got time for it. When should we start watering our orchard? I, in, in Amarillo and in, in anywhere in the panhandle, I think you water whenever the soil is dry to the touch, and I imagine that's, it could be any time 12 months a year. When it's dry, you, you better water them, and so don't, don't let them get too dry. So watering now would not start things blooming too early? It does, it's it's uh, not dependent on the water. That just keeps the plants vigorous. That will not make them bloom early or, or hold them back or anything. You don't want them to try to bloom when they're dry, so no, go ahead and water if they're dry. All right, thank you. Have a great weekend. Oh, I hope you do, too. Thank you so much. Yeah, this uh, I love this program. It is just so cool to have to make your mind move all around the state. We didn't get any calls from the Piney Woods today. Uh, or from Alpine, but that's the other direction going east and west that really makes you think, too. So that's good, good mental uh, awareness. So anyway, Well, there's some music. We have survived a program, and we're going to work off air here now for a little while see if we can get the uh, technical difficulties figured out, and I think we'll have a uh, something pretty exciting when we get that done. So anyway, I appreciate you all very, very much. Hope you'll sign up for eGardens, my electronic newsletter, and I hope you'll be back with us next Saturday right here same station thank you for listening happy gardening